Welcome to the Horgasm Podcast, the show where the serial killer isn't coming for you, you're coming for them. I'm Nick, and this is my co-host, Allie. Hello! Thank you for joining us, wherever you are. Wherever you are. We know this lots of our listeners are from California and Ontario. Really? Which is, yep, males between 18 to 25 nice. in Ontario and California. So obviously my demographic, I fit into all three of those, so... <laughs> You need to get those listeners coming in. Come on. Yes. Let's get some Saskatchewan pride going on. Yeah. Y'all love the riders. Get Hop on the orgasm train. We have more to <laughs> offer. We do. No no great cups, but we offer good horror-themed goodness. Yeah. And even if you're not into horror movies, I was not into horror movies when I first started listening to horror podcasts or watching horror movies. And so by getting into them um, and listening to this podcast... It kind of made them less scary, which I loved. Yeah. That's, you know, it's, it's a nice segue into it, into watching. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, Nick, I, um, I brought some talking chop topics to the table this week, Let's which I'm kind of excited to talk about. The first one is that uh, you and I, I know, both recently finished watching the new Netflix series, Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. Loved it. Which was, it was amazing. It was such a callback to our childhood. Anything from Jim Henson Studios is yes. gold. It is. Uh, Muppets, uh, the old movie Labyrinth, mm-hmm. Farscape, which I will always say is my favorite TV show ever. Yes. Love yes. that show. And it's just put on by Jim Henson Studios, a bunch of puppetry, great cast, great story. Love it. They're fabulous. You're, you're never really disappointed. No. The only one that I saw that I know, I think his son did, was that that one with Melissa McCarthy that came out like last year or the year before. What was that one called? Oh, the... Um, with the puppet. Uh, there was murders. Happy Time Murders. Yes, the, the Happy Time Murders. Yes. I went into it. I went into it thinking it was going to be horrible, and it wasn't horrible. It's I just... I think that was Jim Henson. Are you sure? I thought his son had a part in it. I was sure I, of it. I might have, I don't think, you know, I'm going to look it up. Okay, look it up. Well, I'm going to talk about The Dark Crystal. You start talking, I'm going to do a little research. (laughs) So I was going, I think, um, maybe would The Dark Crystal be considered a horror movie? So I started looking it up online a little bit, and all that I could find was that, you know, it might scare your kids. That's about all that I could find. And so I was wondering, um, two weeks ago, we talked about what constitutes a horror movie. And it was about, um, like, does it thrill? Is it, um, you know, illicit fear? And for me, anyways, I don't think Dark Crystal elicits fear for me, but also because I think I'm older. And um, there was also lots of comments about people being jerks about like, oh, well, the puppets are so creepy and they elicit fear for me. It's like, okay, get out of here. <laughs> no one cares about that. Like, I get that puppets can be creepy. My partner said, like, oh, you know, the puppets aren't really my thing. I can't get over it. And I can't watch watch it and enjoy it when I'm just concentrating on the puppets. And I was like, really? Like, <laughs> watch the old Dark Crystal and then watch this one. And then we can talk about creepy puppets. Yeah. <laughs> but I really liked it. I, I thought it was creepy. It's more... um masked societal issues I think they talk about like the scene with Deet in the bar her and Hup and (laughs) you know the other species of Gelflings are picking on her 
for being a different species, like type of Gelfling. Yes. And so there's those sort of racist undertones that like, oh, but you know, she's so nice and you didn't get to know her. And it's like, oh, and, and it's a little on the nose. And that is uh, brought up when, um, not Deet, but the other, um, not Solidon, the, the young princess. Oh, Bria. Bria. When she's in the, uh, the cave. Yes. Uh, going through, he has to put all the stones uh, in order of the different uh, races. Yes. And, and she goes, well, we're always the uh, superior one. We're first. And she kind of goes down the line. And I'm thinking, no. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I get, I, I totally yes. got with you the whole racial parts. Yeah. Uh, and the hierarchical sort of. Yeah. Like we're better um, than Very classist. Very, very. Yes. Very. And ends up with her like, well, we're all, we're all gelfling together. And like, well, no shit. Exactly. And a little bit of a you know, light bulb pops yes. on top of her head. Yes. So um, I don't think it's so much horror as it is um, undertones of societal issues that we go, that happen every day. And I think just making it into a childlike scenario that is kind of scary. Like, you know, the war between the Skeksis and the Gelflings. And, you know, there is blood and there is gore and there's stabbing. And there's people being, you know, vaporized by crystals. Yeah. And I think it, like, it, they do make it a little bit graphic. But I think it has to be. Yes. To get their point across. Very. Um, it also really, compared to the movie, it really opens up the um, backstory of the Skeksis. And yes. uh, all the, the Gelflings and all yes. the different races, which yeah. in the movie they were describing, you know, we were a huge civilization. We were huge, you know, big, mm -hmm. you know, over the whole world. Yeah. And you see two of them, mm -hmm. just two in the movie. And here you got what, seven races. Yeah. That'll around, I think, seven. Yeah. And, um, and they add more to the um, Skeksis as well. So there's not just... The ones on the movies, but uh, like my favorite was is the hunter. Yes. Um, the hunter Skeski is just his movements are fast. And he's quick. so cool. Because other ones are very kind of slow. They kind of plod along. Mm -hmm. He's like they threw in the CGI to make him look more more deadly. Obviously, and, and yeah. Kind of scary. Like he had the 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 bone mask mm -hmm. and and um, it just just his movements. Yes. Very very uh, predatory. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's... And we talked about yeah. also um, how being real also makes it sometimes scarier than using an excessive amount of CGI. And they purposely didn't want to use a lot of CGI to make it very um, akind to the first Dark yeah. Crystal. Yeah. And I think that, that they really pulled it off well with the advancements even in puppetry and everything. And by having the first movie as a... Or, the, I guess, the movie as a... Um, what's it called? Like a, something to refer to, like a reference for going forward. Yeah. Um, I think they really knocked it out of the park. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So while I don't, I personally wouldn't classify it as a horror movie. I think, um, it's still a great movie <laughs> that everybody should check out. Yeah. And, and, uh, back, you know, the movie itself, the, um, the Gartham, those, uh, the issue at the end of the show, but the, the big kind of crabby, um, the black things, like the black insects. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those things, as a kid, I saw it, they scared me. Because they always kind of popped out of nowhere. Absolutely. They're always chasing them. Uh, mm -hmm. So that, I would definitely, though, throw those that, that those parts mm -hmm. into the more uh, horror, scary... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's scary, 
but I don't know if it's exactly horror. If that makes sense. Can you be scary without being a horror movie? Yes. I think so. Totally. Also with, uh, like, and the Emperor, what? he, like, picks a, a pus thing off of his finger at one point, too. And he just pulls, like, a nail off. Yeah. And, and it's, it's just... freaking disgusting. Yeah. And and just, it invokes, like, the, the terror of when... Um, yes. Uh, the very first episode, when, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I forget the guy, the one girlfriend's name, when his girlfriend gets kind of oh, ca- captured yes. and he watches as she gets drained and destroyed by the dark crystal. Yes. And you're like, well, you can see through a puppet, which shows us how good the head studio is when it yes. comes to puppetry. You can tell through his, his, the way the puppetry puppeteers were playing about. Yes. Uh, like he was distraught. He was mm-hmm. terrified. And we could, I could feel the fear that he was experiencing at the same time. Yes. Um, it's just, Nothing but good can be said about the Jim Henson studio. Like, I they, agree. Do, they do such a great job. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, and, and, um, and just also yeah. yes, Brian Henson did have a part. I in, knew it. I didn't know that. I yeah. thought he was a little too adult, but again, Jim it, Henson, he is pretty adult after watching that. That's all. <laughs> they, they, they don't. They don't focus only on for like you know Sesame Street or kids right. or Muppets. Yeah. Um, some of the Muppet jokes, you know, in the old Muppet movies were pretty adult themed. Yeah. Uh, I still laugh at the um, the Beaker giving Mr. Scrooge Michael Caine the finger in uh, <laughs> uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. Which is you know, like it's a great as a kid, you're like, oh, I didn't see that. Watch it again as I grew up. I'm like, what oh. did Beaker just? Oh, <laughs> Beaker. Good job. <laughs> I love Beaker. He's ah, you're awesome. So, Nick, the other question I had, or topic I wanted to talk about, um, I was reading Bloody Disgusting about a week or two ago, and they did an article on horror movies that need a sequel. Horror movies that, um, you know, unfortunately, horror movies sometimes get so many sequels, it's like beating a dead horse. So I thought it was interesting to look on the other side of it and think of horror movies that need a sequel. And the reason it kind of stuck out by accident was that the movie we watched this week was on that list. So um, I put a couple down that we can talk about if you want. But I know the one that you like is Evil Dead. We both like the Evil Dead series. Yeah. The movie that came out, I think it was 2000s, early 2000s, late 2000s. Uh, late. <coughs> it was late 2000. Um, maybe it was 2012. Something like that, yeah. yeah. The, um, the, the remake. Yes, the remake. Yeah. It never got a sequel. And it was yeah. a good movie. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good, uh, faithful uh, adaptation yes. of the original Evil Dead movie. And, um, yeah, it was very... They, they, they kept the the amount of blood and the graphic from the original. Pretty, yes. It was pretty, pretty good. But they also... The, you know, the very first one had a budget of less than a million dollars yeah. not even I mean, it was very very B movie and uh, this I think I, I think it was over a couple like 10 million or something budget yeah. they, they, had, they could afford the effects and to make it actually scary and and the original was scary yeah it was um, but this one just kind of kicked it up it revved right up a notch yes. or 10 um, like with uh, the, the main character I forget the girl's name um, they throw in the uh, basement yeah, and uh, the wonder girl. That gets, was crazy. She gets, she, gets, she gets kind of knocked down with her, and takes the uh, razor blade mm-hmm. and slices her tongue and yeah. kisses her. It's just such a you can do you can do that properly. Yeah, in the original Evil exactly. Dead movie, 
Um, but yeah, I I know there was rumors and talk of a sequel to this one, sure. bringing, bringing in uh, Bruce Campbell's character Ash into it. I would die. I don't know if that how it would work though. You would take. I don't either, but they want it. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, even even if you just kind of skip the whole act, or you bring in a whole new Ash. Sure. Bring in a new character or a, same character Ash from from the original. Mm-hmm. Recast him. Yeah. Although you kind of it's hard to recast Bruce. Yes. Campbell is yeah. great, but just for to keep up the horror mentality. Yeah. Take take a, a, a new a new play new guy playing Ash, throw him back at that cabin. Mm-hmm. Uh, have um, the girl who survived at the end. I gotta forget her name. Um, have her living there. Yes. Uh, trying to protect the book, and Ash and his buddies come in and read the passages or play the recording of it, and all hell breaks loose again. Yes. And she comes kind of stumbling out, and you know what the hell are you guys doing? You know, great. Now we're in trouble again. Yeah, and it was it was kind of actually teased at the beginning of the movie, the remake. They had uh, the girl running through the woods yes. and this kind of family catching her, and they they have her in the basement and they eventually burn her. But the 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 deadite in her real that's possessing her yeah. kind of um, you know it always plays off the you know plays dumb. Yes, you know what's going always. on. You know why are you doing this, Daddy? You know what you did, huh? You mm-hmm. you killed him. No, no, I didn't do it. Yes, you did. And you see the one guy with the weird, he's all screwed up. Yeah. He's got this like, burnt. And it, it's a good kind of, it shows that something's happened before. Mm-hmm. So why not have something happen after? Right. Um, yeah, I, I think that they could um, bring Bruce Campbell back. Could they bring him back as Ash? Maybe. There's already Ash vs. Evil Dead, though, the TV series. So I, I don't know how they, or if they would just ignore that. And just make a sequel, maybe using him as something like that. I don't know. Or just do a completely without him. Just do a standalone. I like the idea of bringing Ash back into it, though. I think he's to. such a an iconic horror character. Yeah. It just, um, you know, it's what you were... I was kind of expecting it when you watched the first one. I was a little sad about it that they didn't have an Ash character in it. But, like, I get it. You know, they've done it. Well, now they've... They've done that somewhat... Well, I'll say successfully because sure. there's a new ish child's play out. Yes. They recast the voice and kind of redid the character of uh, Chucky. Yeah. They got uh, Mark Hamill as the voice of Chucky, who I thought did yes. a great job. I haven't seen the movie yet, but Neither have I. from the trailers and the voice, it's Mark Hamill. He's mm-hmm. a great voiceover actor. Um, I've heard mixed reviews on the sh- on the movie, mm-hmm. but whatever. Uh, they also redid Freddy. Yeah. And they recast the role of Freddy Krueger. You bet. You haven't seen that yet. No. But it's they go in a different direction with the right. character. Interesting. Uh yeah, it's it's not he's not as um goofy or, or kind of slapstick. Okay. As the original Freddy Krueger by uh Robert England, who did again, who did a great job. He made that yeah. character his own. Yes. Um Jason, you don't see really behind the mask, so no. that's a hard one to really recast and redo. I love the remake of that one yes. as well. Yes. Um but yeah, it's it's kind yeah. of, it depends, depends how they do how they how, if they ever did how they would go about it. Right. Um, if they kept they would have to keep Ash played by Bruce Campbell the bumbling, um, self centered, yes, uh, egotistical character. Yes. That's Ash. Would that work in like I think if they did 
the re- you know, the the remake have Ash in there, mm-hmm. he would die so fast. I agree. Or run. So I agree. Fast. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. It'd be tough how to make it work, but. Mm-hmm. Eh. Yeah, there's a character actually on um, American Horror Story 1984 that's almost exactly like what you just described. Really? And does almost exactly what you just described. I have it's not, not like, seen all that. right, let's kill the bad guys. He's like, nope. <laughs> leaves I leaves everybody. And it's like, you know, it's almost that fight or flight, yep. you know, adrenaline rush. It's like, you know, some people want to, okay, you know, let's help everybody. Let's stay. And some people are like, nope. Getting the heck out of here. Bye. Yeah. And... I, they might be the smart ones. Exactly. You never know. You'll stay and fight and potentially die or run and get caught and get killed. Yes. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? So the other one that was on this list, obviously, was Trick or Treat, which we watched this week. So um, obviously, we won't go into it too much. But I think that I would totally watch a sequel of this. I think that there's so much more that they could do. I wouldn't say sequel. I could see like an anthology. Yes. Of of Sam. Like, the kind, he's kind of the main main character. Yeah. He's the one that keeps reoccurring. He's yeah. like the, uh, the the poster boy yes. of the Trick or Treat movies. Yeah. Uh, just keep having movies that are just kind of revolving around him. Yes. And this movie itself is like five short stories that are happening in the same world. Yeah. So All, all happening in one night. Exactly. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities to make a sequel with the same sort of idea. You know, have him go somewhere else or even in the same area it doesn't matter give it a year later yeah a year later two years later uh go back 10 years before where did sam come from exactly i know the people sometimes if you go a little overboard with the uh the sequels prequels people kind of get a little too much like okay this is too much yeah but if you want to get that story out Mm -hmm. uh, and i just feel like there's more that it has to give Oh, yeah. Like, it's, you know, there's there's no loose ends, really, to tie up at the end of Trick or Treat. So you can just start with a whole new neighborhood, because all yeah. this stuff happens in the same kind of neighborhood. Yep. So it could all just, you know, go to a different neighborhood. Next year, different town. Yeah, exactly. Start over. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, another one, which we could have had, which would, I think, could use a sequel, mm-hmm. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. That's such a funny movie. Uh, it's a horror yeah, but it's it's a goofy, um, goofy type of horror. It's it's it doesn't take itself very serious, right? And I've never seen it, so I don't have much to talk to about it. But I know that just from reading stuff about it, people, it's very much has a cult following. Very of you know, it's kind of goofy, but people love it. Yeah. kind of type thing. Like I haven't read if it's like a good or bad movie, but I know lots of people really like it. I'd say it's good. It's a yeah. good, a good against, and different. It's in the eighties. Yeah, so it's kind of that, got my the favorite whole... era for horror movies. So. <laughs> it's a good era. <laughs> it, it's yeah. It's, it's gonna, it doesn't take itself seriously. It's very very slapstick. Yes. Where you got the title alone, "Killer Clowns from Outer Space." Like yeah, like you kind of know exactly what you're getting into. The clowns <laughs> they want to kill you, and they're aliens. Sounds great. Like what? <laughs> what, what else you got for me? And and they and. Without spoiling the movie or giving anything away, mm-hmm. it's got some good surprises in it. Awesome. I'd really like to see it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think that we should talk about our movie that we just watched because it was amazing. And I'm really excited to talk about it. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Okay, let's let's get into it. Are you into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. 
Okay, so uh, this week, like I said, we're talking about Trick or Treat. It's a 2007 movie directed by uh, Michael Dougherty. Dougherty? That feels right. Dougherty? Dougherty, sure. Sure. By Mr. Michael. (laughs) Mike. Call Mike. (laughs) Good old Mike, directing these good movies. (laughs) So, um, Nick, this is the first movie that we've done on Forgasm. That neither of us have watched previously. Yep. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. I'm jazzed about that. Yep. So we both went in. You knew a little bit more than I did. I didn't know much more than just knowing about Sam. Because like you said, he's a poster child. You kind of see him and his little um, patch thing. What does he wear over his head? It's like a, it's like a, a hood. Sack. Yeah, sack hood. Potato that's sack hood, yeah. Dragging his little pillowcase. That's all that I'm used to that's all that I've seen I knew nothing about it knew nothing what it was about and um so I heard about this movie I guess just by on Instagram Twitter people talking about this time of year it's a Halloween movie oh totally yeah it's obviously on Halloween night so it's called trick or treat it's not, trick. It's not like a Valentine's Day movie <laughs> or anything like that it's, it's a Halloween movie it's, yeah. yeah so I guess that's how I heard about it but how did you hear about it I heard about uh, a couple of years ago, I think it was um, mentioned on Cinemassacre's Monster Madness. I'm okay. sure it must have been brought up then because I never heard of it until I just watched one of my videos on YouTube and sure. they brought this movie, Trick or Treat. I'm like, oh, what's this about? So I watched it, kind of gave a bit of an overview of the story, and like, well, like what we do. Not so sure. in depth, but they kind of gave, you know, this is Sam and this is some of the characters. I'm like, this is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, not to watch it sometime. Sure. And I know I bought the movie oof, a couple of years ago, a year, two years ago. I never did watch it. I'm like, oh, that's my <laughs> collection. I'll get to it eventually. Yes. And yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, that's, well, I'm glad we did eventually get to it together because I, I enjoyed the heck out of this movie. I did too. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. It was a fun one to watch. Very Halloween. It kind of gets you in the mood. Even here, like the leaves are falling. It's getting a little crispy in the air. Yeah. And it's just kind of puts you in the mood for Halloween. It makes me want to carve a pumpkin. Ooh, good idea. <laughs> just saying. Might happen this weekend. Maybe next weekend. Next weekend. I'm time. ready. <laughs> um, also, the flow of this movie is very yes, different. It is. It's not linear at all. No. Um, basically, all the... Like, there's, you said five stories. There's five stories. Five yeah. stories. They all wrap around and involve each other. Some major, some minor. Yeah. And... It's it is very similar to Pulp Fiction. Yes. How um Quentin Tarantino's movie, um this the story just kind of you don't know where it really begins or ends. Yes. Um and that's what this is. Uh if anything, I'd say the beginning is almost how the movie ends. It is. It is. The beginning and is the end. And you don't realize that until the end of the movie, You're like, oh, oh Yes. Okay. But they kind of give you hints because the people in the first story, I guess you'll call it in quotations, yeah. you see them, they bump into the characters throughout yeah. the rest of the movie. Yeah. And even if it's just in the background, because the one, the um, girlfriend or wife or whatever in the first story is a robot. So she's wearing this big box and hat, helmet sort of type yeah, she's, thing. She's heard the miss. Yeah, it's very metallic. And so you just kind of, like, you notice her in the background, and she might even be blurry. Like, they just throw her in there. Yep. And I was reading in the trivia just to kind of keep you knowing sort of where you are in the timeline. Yep. They all throw people in the background, which and, is interesting. And they throw Sam as, like, the anchor. Yes. And yep. it just, everything's kind of, it's like, revolves around him for the entire movie. Yeah. He's he's not really so much the, the 
Well, I guess he's kind of the center. Mm-hmm. But he's not really the main focus either. Yeah. He's just one of the characters who is, he's almost like he's the main character. Yes. But yeah. everyone, everything else that happens just kind of happens around him or he's in that proximity. Yes, he's there. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess we could uh, start right at the top um, with the story we were just talking about. It's um, those two people in their costume. Um, the one is a robot. I honestly don't even know what her boyfriend husband was. What was he? Ah, uh, he was like a gladiator. <laughs> Something like that, like a knight, but without the armor. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Like I, it was. I think, yeah, maybe it was a knight. Like a knave or something. He was weird. He, was, he, he didn't put <laughs> much a effort. horrible costume. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, they get home. She's sick of this whole Halloween thing. She says straight up, I hate Halloween. And so he wants to go inside and. Get a little, get a little nasty with their costumes on, and she's like, "Nope, we're gonna take all these decorations down because <laughs> you're gonna sleep till noon, then you know play video games until four, and, and getting all upset." And he was like, "Ooh, okay." Yeah. So she's just gonna do it herself. And and yeah, we see Sam's also watching. Sam's hanging out. Yeah. He's uh, across the street. It looks like. Yeah, we don't see him right away. We kind of. He's like kind of hiding behind a tree. Yeah, we see his kind of point of view. Yeah. And. Uh, and she goes to blow up a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. And the husband's like, whoa, 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 you don't do that. She's like, why? It's like, mm-hmm. it's a tradition. You don't blow the candle out until it blows out itself in the morning. Yes. And she's all, you know, I hate Halloween. Out yeah. goes the, light, the little flame. And yeah. So, yeah. so she decides she's going to take everything down. So husband goes inside and she starts ripping everything down. And um, then she's... Uh, there's a teenager waiting for his friend or there's like a dude standing across yes. the street in a mask just staring at her and she as she's taking everything down and she's like what the heck and she kind of starts to get freaked out and then this car pulls up and the dude takes his mask off and he's like hey i was waiting like and then, you know this movie does a great job of misdirection yes and i'm and i'm not just a great it does a fantastic job yes you think oh this was gonna happen and then boom it just goes full one in you're like I did not see that coming. At all. Wow. <laughs> and and just as a little yes. kid, you know, you think, okay, this guy's he's up to no good. No, nope, yeah. he's just down in the corner, wait for his friends. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, well, if that's not the problem, if that's not the guy that might uh, kill her, what's, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And we and, find out. Yeah. Pretty shortly and, after. Yes. And so as soon as she's done this, like as soon as this character or this teenager drives off, she turns back and continues taking stuff down. And Sam jumps out at her, like, under a sheet kind of type thing and pulls her. Oh, no. She's under the sheet, and he attacks her while she's under the sheet. Yeah. And, and then there's this, under two. Yeah. And, and there's this of... big tussle, and they're falling backwards, and she's trying to crawl away. And he's, like, just, like, beating on her kind of with his little kitty hands. Yeah. <laughs> and she kind of falls back out of the yard. And then he slices, takes his he lollipop and yeah. slices her throat. Yeah. And there's some kids kind of see this. They don't see anything because it's all under a sheet. Yeah, and we don't see anything either. No, but, but these kids see it and they, they see like the, the red blood and they take off running. Yeah, screaming and, and running. Uh, yeah, and then so the husband, who he kind of fell asleep, yeah. wakes up and, uh, you know, where's where's my wife? Where, where is she? And he goes outside looking for her and he finds her. Yeah, her nice. body parts are hanging from a tree, her limbs. And then uh, he pulls the sheet off of one of their little ghost things. And uh, it's an effigy of her, with her, like, hands, and she's got her head, and there's a lollipop shoved all the way into her mouth. 
She's a little dead. Yeah. And then, boom, and then we're first part's all done. We go to our next uh, story in the. Uh, in Mr. The Wilkins. Mr. Wilkins. Mr. Stephen Wilkins. He's uh We don't see. They kind of pop back and forth between two stories here, but we're mostly focused on Mr. Wilkins. Um, it happens with um, a, a bigger kid called Charlie walks up to his house. Yeah. He's, he's the, if you were watching, he's the kid from uh, Bad Santa. Yes, the kid from Bad Santa. Yeah. He's, 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 he plays a classic kind of bully, kind of jerky yes. guy, knocking down pumpkins, being a dick. Yeah, he's just walking down, bumping pumpkins. He's His costume is a t-shirt that says... This is my costume. Yeah. So just like one of those kids. He's got chocolate all over his face. So he's obviously been eating all of it. Walks up to this house. There's a, a little sign that says, I'm not home. Please take one underlined. And so he, you know, starts he, taking handfuls. He just takes the whole thing. <laughs> and then he sits down, opens a chocolate bar and just starts destroying it. Just starts eating it. No, no, no. Mr. Wilkins catches him first because that's his yes. house. Yeah, right. And uh, he's like, what are you doing? And he kind of, uh, Wilkins, he's, uh, he's a principal at school. So yes. of course he knows, and the kid knows who he yes. is. He's like, sit down, let's, let's talk a bit. And he explains kind of how um, Halloween, you know, kind of the rules for Halloween. Yes. You, know, you gotta do this, you know, don't do that. And uh, you see, and he's like, yeah, here, eat your chocolate bar. And, and Charlie, you know, he starts chomping down his old chocolate bar and that he got from the bucket yep. that he was going to steal from. Yeah. And uh, as Wilkins is just uh, chatting away, you can still see Charlie's kind of coughing, coughing. and uh, he's having a kind of a hard time. Yeah. And, and he starts choking. Yeah. It's and like, uh, Wilkins goes, you, you okay? Uh, one last thing. Uh, always check your candy before you eat it. And in a very gross scene, Charlie ugh. starts vomiting up all this chocolate and blood. Blood. Oh my. I thought it was just chocolate until they go to the inside scene and his shirt is just covered yeah. in blood and I was like, Ugh. And I thought he saw like a razor or something. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the poor Charlie, he uh, kind of dies due to God knows what in his insides. Mm -hmm. And uh, old Mr. Uh, Wilkins kind of just dra dra drags him in. <laughs> with great difficulty, drags him in. And uh, you can yes. see the end of the lights. You know, he's kind of still kind of coughing with the blood. Blood, from yes. And he gets on the Wilkins shirt. And, uh, mm -hmm. of course, more kids show up. <laughs> Do trick-or-treating. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, ring the doorbell. And uh, Mr. Wilkins is trying to get Charlie out of the way. And he's like, just a minute, just a minute. Yeah. Runs to the door with candy and gives candy to the three kids that are standing there. And then they're the ones who uh, also um, are part of the story. Like they that. are the next story, yeah. yeah. They um, and she, the one kid asks if she can take a pumpkin, and he's like, "Yeah, sure." It's, and she's like, "It's for UNICEF," and he's like, "Great, just you know, get out of here." Kind of. He has more pressing issues inside. Yeah. And so those three kids turn to leave, and then there's little Sam yep, standing there like. with his little bag. And so Mr. Wilkins, of course, gives Sam candy too. But just, you know, Sam always being in the background, hanging out. Yep, he just kind of went and kind of almost rudely just kind of snatches a chocolate bar and yep. takes off. He's off to go do more Sam stuff. Yes, more Sam stuff. Yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> and we got uh, then Wilkins, you see him making about in his house and he gets this big burlap sack. And yep. he's dragging some something big and heavy into his backyard <laughs> into a nice big grave. Yes. And um, the neighbor's dog starts barking, and uh, his um, his son 
Yeah, Billy. <laughs> Billy pokes head out from the top. I'm yeah. home, Dad. He's just, Dad! <laughs> I won't do it because that even I can see the spike on the program here. I don't want to kill anybody's ears, but he like just screams the whole time. Dad, I'm back from trick or treating, and his dad's like. Ksh, ksh, ksh. They're trying to go keep him. What behind are you doing? Like, ksh, yeah. Cut your He's like, yeah, just go, just go watch. <laughs> One of my okay. favorite lines of this is, just go watch Charlie Brown. It's okay. Like, I'll be in in a second. We can carve the jack o' lanterns or whatever he wants to do. And <laughs> Billy yells out the window, Charlie Brown's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and he is not, by the way. No, Charlie Brown oh, Charlie is Brown. great. Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, Charlie Brown that's my and favorite the great Christmas pumpkin. movie. Right? Oh, so many good ones. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, we get, uh, you know, Steve Wilkins gets his boy back inside. And he goes mm-hmm. back to trying to get these bodies in there. And his neighbor kind of pokes his head out. Yes, Mr. Krieg. Mr. Krieg and his dog, not uh, Spite. Spite. I thought it was Spike. Spite. Spite. Yes. It's a That's good, great. good old man's dog's name. He reminds <laughs> me of like uh, a Wishbone or yes. uh, Ernest's yes. dog from the movies. That same sort of pointed face. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so he kind of gets rid of him, and he's kind of a grumpy old man. Yes. We also find out that uh, one of the kids in the grave isn't quite dead yet. Yep. So. (laughs) He's trying to get rid of Mr. Krieg and get rid of his son, Billy, and there's a half-dead child grabbing at his legs. Yeah, he's just stomping on him, and he brings up the shovel and just finishes him off. Yep. With the shovel. Yep. Couple quick cracks to the face. Yep. Yep. And, yeah, so... Wilkins, he finishes up and kind of goes into his house and he sees Mr. Krieg. He's kind of banging on his window, you yeah. know, asking for help. Hey, and, yeah, help me, help me. Yeah, and Wilkins like, ah, screw, screw you. you. Yeah. Walks in, you see something jumping from the off screen and grab Mr. Krieg, Krieg. and then that's it. You know what happens after. Yeah. And we were like, oh, oh, okay. That's, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we revisit that. So then Mr. Wilkins goes inside, grabs Billy and takes him downstairs. And um, he says, they're going to carve pumpkins. And he has a knife, and he kind of hides it behind his back. And then Billy's asking, you know, don't forget to help me with the eyes. Yeah, don't forget to help me with the eyes. I always have trouble with the eyes. Yeah. And and it's, it's really, it really kind of show, it not shows, but uh, influences. Mm-hmm. It, it gives the impression, there's the impression that poor Billy's going to you know, end gonna up. Going to maker. Yeah, he's going to end up poorly, poorly. Yeah. And, and it. It really does trick you to thinking. Yes. It tricked you. It tricked me too. Yeah. I was like, oh, poor Billy. Because you know, he puts his hand, you know, because the boy's looking on like the table and he puts his hand on his head. Yeah. Knife comes up and down. And you're like, oh, oh, well, bye, Billy. Nope. Billy's fine. Yeah. And, and uh, we pan out and uh, it's it's Charlie's head on the table. Yeah. I'm not sure where he stabbed him or why he stabbed him. He might have just probably cut his head off or, or yeah, something. Yeah, something. Yeah, so uh, they say that uh, they'll carve it together. Hmm. Big happy family. That's how to make a how to make a murderer. <laughs> right. Young. No, and, and Billy, he's this is not his first human pumpkin. Yes, exactly. No, he seems quite quite comfortable doing this. Mm-hmm. So. Oof! Sorry, Billy. Yeah. Yikes! And then we're off to uh, the trick or treaters who mm-hmm. were. Just at uh, Mr. Mr. Wilkins' house. house. Yeah. So we have, what were the characters here? It was Sarah, Schrader, um, Macy. So those are the three. And then they have, so those, so Macy was the angel. 
Sarah was the, she had like the thing on her head. And Sarah was the alien. Yep. Schrader was the vampire-ish looking thing. Yeah, he had like a mask on the front, yep. cross on the forehead. Yes, and, and Chip was the pirate. And um, so they, we see after um, um, Schrader and Chip, no, I think it's just Schrader was the one who comes up to them with the wagon. He's got some pumpkins. Yeah, they're trying to uh, pick up pumpkins. Uh, yeah, pumpkins for uh, <laughs> uh, Maisie said for UNICEF. Yeah, but which we find out later, it's not for UNICEF. No. So they're walking somewhere. We don't find out where yet. And they see this house with just a ton of pumpkins. And they look um, and whose house it is. And they're like, oh, it's, um, I don't like, it's, it's retard Rhonda's house. And I don't think that, that I don't like that word. I can go into a whole speech about how I don't like that word. I, I think, I think she's autistic. Does she's he, autistic. I'd say she's autistic. And they're mean to her and people pick on her and. Yeah. I want to turn this into a social commentary, but these kids are fucking bullies, <laughs> and they're yeah. they're mean, and they you shouldn't say those things about people till you know them. Anyways, so they um so they pick her up. She joins them to come and uh, do whatever they're gonna do. She donates a bunch of pumpkins yep. to them to their to their cause, and um they walk towards wherever they're going, and Rhonda starts rattling off all of these facts. About, uh, oh, you know, Halloween is actually, what does she say? It's uh, yeah, All Hallows' Eve. And it's, it's a Celtic uh, holiday, holiday before Christianity and all that, which is true. Yes, it is. And then she's a very, she knows her stuff. I like this girl. I do too. I, Rhonda's somebody that I would be friends with. She's she's adorable and she's really nice. She's a witch. And she's a witch. She's, she's dressed a... as a witch. She's flipping adorable. And, and she, she made said, her costume all herself. Yes. <laughs> she did such a good job. Yeah, and so... We, uh, Macy says that they actually stop at, um, where is it? This, uh, it's, uh, like a cove. What is it they call it? It's a quarry. A, cove. a quarry. Yep. There we go. Thank you. And Macy's like, okay, so, you know, this is where the Halloween bus massacre happened. And we flashback. Good old flashbacks. Old flashbacks. <laughs> and so, basically, I'll do a quick rundown. Um, it's, uh, all these kids with dirty secrets were on the bus, which we find out dirty secret meant disabled. But, yes, yeah. Is kind of what we extrapolated from Dirty Little Secret. Yeah. So the driver took a different route than usual, and he drove to this rock quarry. So the parents asked the drivers before time to um, ease their burden of these children. AKA dump them. Get right. Them. Yeah, dump the kids. Make it look like an accident. Just so make the, them disappear. Make them disappear. We don't want to see them again. So the driver starts um, walking up the bus and checking that the kids are strapped in and yeah, locked in chains chained, chained yeah. to the bus and he gives them candy if their chains are proper so one of the kids starts freaking out and pulls his hands through his chains and runs to the front of the bus and drives the bus off the cliff he just wants to go home he just wants to go home he's yeah. the one who noticed because instead of um, taking a right turn took a left or, yeah. or vice versa. He took the different route. Yeah, and he just kept repeating it, like, wrong, yeah. wrong, wrong. Wrong way, wrong yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, and so um, we find out that the driver actually survived, um, but was never heard from again, and then the bus was never recovered. Yeah. Yeah, basically so, the bus kind of plummets headfirst into yeah. this quarry, into the water, yeah. sinks, bus driver kind of appears, and we don't know what happened to him, yes. but it's basically... Assume that the uh, all the kids are dead. Yes. Uh, no one really did an investigation or anything. Nope. Uh, I think it was 
Chip, who didn't believe her. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's, this is made up. Yeah. And she's like, well, it happened. Mm-hmm. And we gotta leave these pumpkins exactly for them for an effigy or yes. uh, for memory. Yeah. So Macy decides that she wants to leave the pumpkins as an offering. Pumpkins yes. for an yes. offering. Yeah. Yes. For those who died. So then they, um, Sarah, Macy, and Schrader all grab pumpkins and they go down the elevator first and say, "We'll meet you guys at the bottom. We'll send a key back up." So um, <laughs> then um, we bump back to the top. Rhonda and Chip are heading down to the quarry to leave their pumpkins and meet up with the other kids. Chip's too scared to leave, so he's... Yes, they, of... as they're going down, they see they hear screaming and all the jack-o'-lantern's lights going out. Yeah. And so Chip's freaking out. And he, um, he, um, he doesn't want to leave the elevator. So um, he stays. Rhonda goes exploring to try and find the kids or whatever happened to them. So as she gets closer to the water, she gets grabbed by something, freaks out. So she starts running, drops her glasses, and then she sees another monster eating Chip's, like, intestines, and it's all graphic and gross, and she can't see. And as she backs up closer to the quarry, she falls backwards, just down a little ledge, and knocks herself out. She gets her head on a rock or something, and it's kind of knocked for a loop, and then... All these zombies kind of tower over her, and they sound not like zombies. A little familiar. A little familiar. This was a big old bad practical joke. Practical joke by by the other four kids, Schrader, Sarah, Macy, and Chip. I think this was Macy's big idea. It was. Yep, Macy wanted to um, pull a trick on Rhonda. And um, so they start, you know, she's, Rhonda's obviously very upset. She's not happy that this happened. And so... um, Mace, yeah, so um, they're like, okay, whatever, you know, let's pack up our stuff. Schrader says, this is enough. Let's pack up our stuff. We're going back home. Yeah, he kind of gets a bit of a conscience and a bit of a yes. heart. You know, I feel bad now. She, yeah. We're supposed to scare her, not get her hurt. Ugh. And, and so, yeah. Again, so, you know, these yes. kids are motherfucking bullies. Yeah. So <laughs> Do not was, hang out with kids like this. No. Especially Macy. She's a mean yeah. girl. It always seems like she was like, jealous of uh, Schrader's getting yes. some attention to Wanda. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, but no, so Sarah, Chip, Macy goes, start packing up. Grabbing and, the jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah. There's one left that still has its light on. And so Macy kicks it into the water. Sure enough, they start to hear other voices. Uh-oh. So, yeah, not so good. Nope. <laughs> so they um, start to run, <laughs> just immediately start to run. And um, they find Schrader and Rhonda, and Macy screams that there's other people there. And as she's doing that, the zombie kids show up. Yeah. The zombie um, left behind kids from the bus. Yeah. And there's, they take chase. <laughs> so um, they start running back. Um, I forget what happens. Something um, stops them. And Rhonda happens to get to the elevator. She has all of her pumpkins in the elevator. And she's already in there with the door locked. Yeah. And yeah, she has a key. And uh, they're, they're begging, oh, please, oh, let us in, let us in. And she kind of lifts up a pumpkin. There's a key underneath. She picks it up. And kind of hesitates a bit and slowly goes to turn it and hits the button and up it goes. And up it goes, and leaving the four kids down there. Yeah, and she just kind of waves bye-bye, which is such a satisfying scene. Oh, it's so They're, good. It's exactly bad, what they needed. Yeah, bully kids get their comeuppance yes. by getting massacred by zombies. And she just kind of pops up at the top and walks out. Mm-hmm. And who do we see out there too? Sam. Little Sam. Sam just doing He's his just hanging out. trick or treat stuff. And yep. 
Making sure kinda, everything's going according to plan. <laughs> they kind of just, they kind of just, you know, uh, they have acknowledge each other, and yeah. uh, she goes on her way. Sam goes on his, and we're off to the next story, which involves Maria, Emma, Janet, and Lori. You bet. So, um, so I guess throughout the last two stories, they kind of have Lori and her three, well, two friends and sister, kind of. They're picking out costumes. We kind of get introduced to them. They're picking out costumes. They're um, walking, I don't know, down the street where their main parade they're, yeah, is. Yeah, there's a big Halloween parade. and uh, They're going to a party. Yeah, and of course they bump into a robot and this other weird looking crappy costume guy. <laughs> the wife and husband from the beginning. Yes. And you also see uh, a lot of people are kind of making out on the street. Yes. And um, see this girl and uh vampire guy kind of may you know get into it and we don't find a vampire at first he's yes. like he's, gonna, he's all cloaked up and next you know she's got blood on her neck and her arms and this guy kind of pulls back he's got the pointy teeth mm-hmm. and oh it's a vampire so she kind of screams and crawls away tries to you know get into the crowd and mm-hmm. no one pays her mind she even she runs into uh the husband and wife Yes. And, uh, he, <laughs> the uh, robot. He, yeah, yeah. He looks at her and is like, oh, she's drunk. Forget her. Yeah. And uh, she kind of looks around and realizes, crap. Everybody has blood. It, it just looks like <laughs> Screaming, yeah. And and the, the guy, the vampire guy, the cloak, he uh, catches up to her and freezes Crack. her off. Yeah. And leans her up beside the other drunk people with blood on them and whatnot. And just closes her eyes and walks away. Yep. Yeah. And uh, who passes her but... Maria, Emma, like mm-hmm. the, the four girls, yeah. who are out to go have a big party. It's a big every yearly. They do this whole big Halloween. Bash. Yeah, they go find some boys, get drunk, dress slutty. Mm-hmm. Except like, Lori. Lori's a little less slutty. She's got yeah. the whole um, little Red Riding Hood theme going. Yeah, her sister says she's the run to the litter. Yeah. So you know she's the the quiet one. I think more reserved and yeah. whatnot. So. Um, so yeah, they're just trying to go find. Find some dates for tonight yes. and go to the uh, the big party. Yep. So her sister, I f- which one's her sister? Emma, I believe, is her sister. Yeah. She grabs um, a guy from the uh, costume store where they bought their costumes. Um, Maria and Janet, they gra- they see a couple guys with, like, recording equipment. I think they were recording a news anchor or something. Yeah. So they're going to drive there. And Lori says, no, no, I'll walk. It's fine. So she decides to go for a walk. She's walking down this road to the woods, kind of, where their little party is. It seems like it's a, like a beach party, sort of like, um, what do they call them here? Bush. Bush party. Bush party. Yep. <laughs> so it's like a bush party, guys. If anybody here is from Saskatchewan or the prairies, we call them bush parties here. <laughs> so um, she's walking down the path and she hears somebody following her and she says, okay, just come out. You know, I can hear you. And sure enough, it's the vampire. Yep. So um, they kind of, you know, talk a little bit. And he makes a... She's dressed as Red Riding Hood. And he makes a joke about uh, my what, what big eyes, eyes you, you have. have. As he's kind of kissing her neck and starts biting. And he gets a little too rough and she screams. Yes. And we cut to the um, the party. Yes, to and, the party. And her sister you know, is a little worried. She hears that. Yep. And um, all of a sudden, this big red cloak kind of falls out of nowhere yes. onto the ground. And, she, and uh, her sister goes to investigate and pulls the hood back. And she's like, huh. 
it's not Laurie. Yeah. It's the vampire. It's the vampire. And so when she realizes the vampire is in this, um, this red hood that Laurie was wearing, um, Laurie comes out of the woods. And they kind of talk about... I don't know, like, she found somebody, kind of, and... Well, she, well, she was talking about her first time, yes. too, this whole bit where we're trying to, you know, get some backstory on these uh, girls. Yes. And uh, they kind of, you know, joke about her being a virgin and all that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yes, so, so she, they're kind of talking, and as they're talking, we um, go back to the vampire, and they um, take the mask off of him, and lo and behold, it's Mr. Wilkins. So this is obviously after the carving with his son. Yep. So he must have gone out after, in quotations. And um, so Mr. Wilkins is kind of coming to, he notices that his leg is like very graphically broken. Yep. <laughs> like it's, ugh, it was really gross. And he starts looking around and he notices that there's dead bodies all around. So he's thinking like, what the heck? So <laughs> all of a sudden... All the girls, the music kind of starts to happen. It's their swaying. Which I love this song, by the way. This yes. is such a good song. It's, it's from Sweet uh, Dreams by Marilyn Manson, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, it's also used in the House of No, 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 um, House and Haunted Hill. Sure. Uh, again, not a great horror movie. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, music kind of picks up, and these girls start dancing and swaying, and, and they start taking their clothes and off, taking clothes off, and then taking their skin off. Yeah. And you at, first, you at first thought they were vampires. Yeah. You're like, oh, they're not, he's not a vampire. They're vampires. Because we found out he's not even a vampire. Like, he's not he, a vampire. He, they he take, take his teeth out. Take teeth out. It's like, oh, that's, that's a nice trick. And so the reason I thought they were vampires is because they open their mouths up and they've got little pointy teeth. And I'm like, oh my God, they're vampires. Pass. It's like a blood ritual sacrifice thing or something. No. Nope. And when they start taking their skin off... We actually find out they're werewolves. And this is a great werewolf tran you know, transformation scene. This was a really too, good, yeah. Nothing too fancy, but just the, the effects of the werewolves are great. I guess this is the, the same guys who did uh, Underworld. Oh, yep. okay. And, and yeah, so I always loved, I always prefer, when it comes to werewolf design, mm -hmm. I've always preferred the bipedal werewolf, yes. like a like humanoid uh, with the long snout. Yeah. Um, the ones where they're just wolves is not as scary. I find it's just kind of more blah. Yeah. So you're um, thinking more like uh, like Harry Potter-ish? Uh, no, but that, he was yeah. still bipedal. Like yeah. he was, you're he right. Was, he wasn't on all fours. Mm -hmm. um, Twilight is the no, worst example. We're not even, we're not even werewolves. bringing that word up. We don't say the T word. Mm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. But I had to use a good example of a very poor, poor werewolf. werewolf. Those aren't werewolves. Those are fucking... Puppy dogs. Dogs. That's it. Yep. Rant over. I agree. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, they, uh, you see uh, Lori gets her first her first time with a uh, victim, and mm -hmm. she just mauls the hell out of poor Mr. Wilkins', Wilkins neck. Yeah. And all the girls just kind of take part in their werewolf party. Exactly. <laughs> so so that's, that's fun. That's a nice, uh, that's not a, like any bush party I've ever been to. But, you know, to yeah. each their own, I guess. That's right. <laughs> it was interesting. This, I think, was um, one of my favorite stories. I It was very teased throughout, and you weren't really sure where it was going. Nope. I thought, you know, maybe they'll be killed. Like, you know, and it's that kind of reverse of normally when you see 
like in Terrifier and stuff, the girls in the slutty outfits are always the victims. Yeah, this time they were using it as a bait. Exactly. And, That's and how again, they get the men to feast. And and again, it's just a great misdirect. Yes. In this movie. It's yes. great. I, I I didn't see it coming. Yes. And I'm always into the girls being, even though they were technically the villains in this one, I'm always into, you know, when they're not uh, the victims, the damsel in distress. I like a nice empowering female lead, so yeah, I really liked the it. Antagonist, yes, yeah. yes, and flipping that sort of um, normalcy on its head. Loved it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, um, so their storyline is all done and happy. They're nice and well fed, and we flip to a character we've already seen. It's Mister Creek yep. and his dog Spite. Yep. And we kind of uh, pick up with uh, you got some trick-or-treaters you betcha yeah and uh yeah he just kind of you know blows him off a bit and mm-hmm. goes and uh well no I, he does blow off but also he uh has um these these kind of glow-in-dark eyes he puts yes. on his dog yeah <laughs> and he scares him away that way which is it's a great little funny scene it's adorable and um he goes back into the house and kind of monkeys around and uh uh, Sam sees this. Yes. He saw it happen. He's like, well, this isn't going to work. Nope. So Sam starts kind of terrorizing him a bit. Uh, Mr. Creed goes outside and he goes into the backyard. And we mm-hmm. kind of get the other side of the story when uh, Wilkins is trying to bury the toss the bodies in the grave. Yes. And Wilkins, he's trying to hide, uh, you know, from uh, Mr. Creed as he's mm-hmm. kind of peeking him through, uh, through a hole in his fence. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, goes back in. And uh, he can can tell something's a little off. His dog's kind of looking at the door and runs upstairs. You hear him kind of yelping. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he kind of goes and investigates. And he finds, he goes to his bedroom. Yeah. And there's a pumpkin. I think there's a pumpkin there. Yeah, there's a pumpkin yeah. in the room. And then there's movement under the covers. Yeah. And he opens it and there's just a toy hand. Kind yeah. Of you're moving. And then... Uh, yeah, the pumpkin kind of flares up and there's trick or treat written all you know, give me some. The trick or treat song, yeah. yeah. All over the walls in blood. And uh sure enough, old Sam, he's he's there and he grabs him from underneath, he stabs him. With, he cuts uh, his Achilles tendon. I don't think he cuts, he just stabs. Because oh, it's he, all he, cutty. And maybe he didn't get it all, but it was like a slice. He he got him pretty good. It was gross. And a nice uh, razor blade in the uh chocolate bar and yep. uh it tussle. Mm-hmm. Mr. Cree's trying to get away, and, and uh, he gra- he goes for his shotgun. His shotgun it. above the fireplace. Yep. He's got his NRA card in his pocket. <laughs> he he threatens Wilkins with. <laughs> and yeah, so he, him and Sam, again, they, they fight Sam. You know, he kind of overpowers him. He's, yes. He crawls. It's really cool. You see him crawling mm-hmm. on the ceiling as Creek's trying yeah. to get the uh, door open. Because he falls on the stairs, and there's candy. There's, uh, not marbles, but uh, gumballs. And razor blades and glass and Ugh. tacks and stuff and nails all yeah. out on his hands. So he's kind of trying to fumbling to get the locks open. Mm-hmm. And you see uh, Sam crawling on the roof, ceiling, and grabs, you know, goes down to grab him. And, uh, yeah, ends up with uh, Sam, not Sam, uh, Mr. Creed getting uh, the gun. Yeah. And uh, shooting poor Sam in the head. Yeah. And, and he, he pulls his little hood off. And Sam's a jack-o'-lantern underneath. Sam's got a jack-o'-lantern head. He's got a little pumpkin head. And yeah. it's flipping adorable. So then when Mr. Mr. Krieg shoots him, he actually, um, pumpkin, like, innards spray out. Yeah. 
And then he reloads quick and shoots him two more times. Which, as you know what, that doesn't happen enough in horror movies. Yeah. That's a smart Mr. Not Creed. enough double tapping. <laughs> no. He gets him in the chest and blows his hand off. Yes. And uh, again, a smart move. Mr. Creed goes and he calls 911. Yeah. Smart man, this Mr. Creed. Yes. Until the severed hand of Sam pulls the cord out mm-hmm. and uh, kind of crawls. He gets stabbed again. Yes. And uh, the hand crawls over to uh, reattach to the not-dead Sam. And, uh, uh, yeah, uh, throws, his, uh, throws his hood back on. Mm-hmm. and Grabs a lollipop and takes a big old bite out of it. Yeah, and that's the same lollipop that he used after to uh, kill the, the wife. Yes, which, yeah, it looks exactly the same. Yeah. And so Mr. Krieg goes to grab a vodka bottle and knocks this candy that he was eating all over himself, grabs a vodka bottle breaks it to make a weapon and sam um like slaps the bottle out of his hand he kind of breaks his hand yes breaks, breaks, breaks his, his wrist, hand you know, yeah and uh goes to like the finish finishing blow with the uh finish the lollipop. yeah and uh <laughs> just as you think oh he got him right in the chest nope he got the uh chocolate bar yeah and we, we actually this is the chocolate bars that uh uh he stole from the kids who ran away yes the kids run, he just kind of takes chocolate back into his um, into his room. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also the same chocolate bar that uh, Mr. Wilkins was. Sure was. Was um, making himself uh, mm-hmm. with poison. Poisoning, Arsenic yeah. and cyanide. So, yeah. So, we, um, Mr. Krieg is alive. He survived Sam. Sam's happy. He got his chocolate. He's walking away. Yep. And so, we zoom out and we zoom in on the fireplace where Mr. Krieg was throwing a bunch of photos. And lo and behold, what is the photo that we zoom in on but a photo of all the kids that were on the Halloween bus massacre and Mr. Craig, who was the bus driver. Yeah, and that's a great twist. Again, this movie is just full of twists. Yes. And it does such a good job. It's a good... Um, it, it, it Ties it all together. It does, yes. I find that sometimes in movies, because they're so focused on sequels, they purposely don't tie things up. And it drives me freaking crazy. Yeah. It drives me nuts. So I was really happy about that. And that's actually what the next sort of scene is. is just a bunch of tying everything together. Yep. So we see that um, um, Billy now is handing out candy. So he's, um, you know, his dad hasn't come home yet. So he's got his dad's bloody shirt on and he's handing out candy. Rhonda's walking home. I didn't notice he had his dad's blue shirt. Oh, you bet. I missed that. Even the tie and everything. (laughs) Rhonda's got her wagon and she's headed home. Um, Sam is watching Krieg very happily handing out candy to children now with his um, dressings on. Like he's got his head all wrapped up and his wrist all in a sling. Um, The werewolf ladies drive by laughing and congratulating each other and singing. They almost hit Rhonda. They almost hit Rhonda. Yeah, so we kind of see all five stories culminating here. So then we go back to Mr. Krieg, who has just given out candy. Oh, and then we also see Sam. um, He's watching. He's he's watching Mr. Krieg kind of like, you know, yeah, you better be giving that damn candy out. Yep, and then turns around and sees the robot blow out the pumpkin yes and we see him kind of walk towards them so mr krieg now that he's not in sam's sights anymore goes to close the door walks away and gets another ring on the doorbell you're like what the heck so um he walks back over grabs more candy walks back to the door and opens it up and sure enough it's all the zombie kids from the bus 
trick or treat. Trick or treat. And yeah, that's how it ends. And cut to credits. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's such a great movie. It was a really good movie. I was not at all disappointed. I nope. now see why people talk about it, have it in their feed. Love Sam. <laughs> he's, he's, such... so, he's so cute for a little killer. And you know what? He's, he's just all about Halloween. That's yes. his thing. Yeah. And uh, he also know if you don't do it properly, you know, he's not afraid to take drastic measures and yes. stab you with his lollipop. Yeah, obviously his you. whole Halloween thing is, um, you know, everything has to be done properly. So, so those follow- listening, if you don't give out candy or take part in Halloween this year, look for Sam. He might be there waiting for you. Yeah, I, uh, this is a learning experience for me because I hate handing out candy. I it's like the it. one thing I hate. I don't know, you know, part of the reason is I'm not a big fan of children. <laughs> so like 50 of them coming to my door in one night is kind of like my worst nightmare. <laughs> but they have such good costumes. Like yeah, last, for last sure. year, you weren't here. I was here giving out candy last year. Because I avoided it at all costs. <laughs> I'll do it again this year. <laughs> I'm actually you. legitimately have something going on this year. I have a play. <laughs> oh, darn. That then I'm going out after. You know what? That's fine. Because I'll be here. I'll be watching horror movies. Fabulous. And I'll go to candy because that's what I like to yes. do. And last year, this one girl came up and I'm like, what are you this year? Because I always, I love to entertain. I'm just yep, to, I, of I, course. I, I want to see with her And costumes. kids love to talk about their costumes. She was a ninja mermaid. Yes. And I'm like, queen. that is the best costume I have ever seen. You get <laughs> two handfuls of candy. Get out with yourself. Yeah. Get out of here. Go have some more. Go get more candy. Have fun. Yes. And uh, and yeah, I uh, I love Halloween. I love Halloween. I do too. I just don't and like. You know kids. I love this movie. I love this movie too. I'm well, Nick, this... if you loved it so much, what would you rate it out of four, four? and a half horror gasms out of five? Oh my god, that's it's, amazing. It's it get, kind of gets a little bit of everything. Yes. Uh, you get a bit of the comedy. You yep. get a good bit of uh, not too much of gore. Mm-hmm. Uh, violence. There's a nice little brief scene of uh, boobs. Yeah. Very brief. Very brief. But About you still get more. them in there. It's in there. That, that's, that's where the point five comes into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just, it has a very uh, a creepy character of Sam who's always lurking. Yeah. Uh, they, they've got, like, of all, like, there's not just one villain. There's the homicidal killer, Mr. Wilkins, and his crazy son. Son, yeah. Uh, there's Sam. Mm-hmm. You've got the werewolves mm-hmm. and zombie kids. You bet. It's not just one single villain like Scream, well, Scream's for example, but um, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, you get a fake vampire even, and all in this one little town in one night. I agree. Uh, it's just a fun movie. It, it, it is. It. It's just a great yes. movie. Yeah. I agree. I would probably rate it four out of five. The only reason I wouldn't give it five is because I wasn't scared if that like I've never had a horror movie like really scare me so I'm reserving that five for when and there's only been one recently that really bothered me but if like this movie isn't going to keep me up at night does that kind of make sense like it doesn't super scare me you know what I I forgot to mention also they threw in a thing reference for uh, John Carpenter which was also in it part two yes when the when um uh Sam's hands crawling around uh Mr. Krieg uh, spouts out, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yes. Yeah. And I love it. It's, it's such a good nod to John Carpenter's A Thing, the yes. 1980s version. Yes. And, oh, I, I, I just, one of my favorite uh, quotes in movie history. 
yeah, it was great. I, I don't know. I, I loved everything else about it. I loved the jumping storylines. The flashback was fabulous. And you don't see them very often. It's, you don't. It's usually, like I said, it's usually linear. But this is exactly. just kind of... It, it just... For being all over the place, it flows ridiculously yes. well. It does. And, and again, I compare it again to Pulp Fiction. Again, yes. it flowed so well. Yes. That's because the stories kind of intermingled yes. so properly. Yeah, I loved it. I, I loved the characters. I thought the acting was amazing. The guy who oh, plays yeah. Mr. Wilkins, he's a famous actor, and I meant to write his name down, but I didn't. Brian Cox? Yes. No, nope. that was Mr. Creek. Oh, Mr. Creek, sorry. Yeah, he's um, a good actor, too, though. He's from Red and whatnot. Uh, also, Anna Paquin was uh, yeah, Lori, Lori. The, 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 the virgin werewolf. werewolf. Yeah, but I just, I loved everything about it. I thought, especially, like, it's a good movie, especially for Halloween. Like, I would add this to a yearly Halloween list to watch. It was amazing. Like, I don't know. I just, like I said, the acting, the characters, the different sort of horror, like we get zombies, we get werewolves, we get serial killers, like all the scary things that scare people we get. Yeah. And uh, the guy who played uh, Stephen Wilkins was Dylan Baker. Yes, Dylan Baker. Yeah. yeah. You, If you saw his face, everybody would recognize him. I guarantee he's in a movie you've seen. At some point, yeah. recently. <laughs> He's so, just yeah. one of those characters. And he, he actually is. won an award in 2009 for supporting actor, like a really? horror award. Oh, yeah. good for him. Yeah, but I think he totally deserved it. It was great. So, um, yeah, we. Um, I think I would give it four. You'd give it 4.5. I'd say it's a pretty good movie. I love it. Yeah. Uh, what about, what should we do for, uh, for Ichabod's Kill the Flick? Well, Ichabod's Kill of the Flick, we talked to her before she fell asleep here. You might have heard her snoring during the, uh, while we're talking here again. She uh, likes to make her presence known. <laughs> yeah. She uh, told us that she really liked when Lori ate Mr. Wilkins. It's, uh, I think, you know, it's two main characters finally coming together, mingling, dying, <laughs> giving life <laughs> Pretty much. and Mr. Wilkins being a serial killer you don't feel that bad when he dies honestly no he was he was kind of a jerk he uh didn't like people he yeah killed a lot of them mostly kids which is yes like why kids uh and he's a principal the well, he's, he's a principal a, maybe that's why yeah maybe he just I had feel enough that. had enough yeah but I think that's a good choice and her being a dog and werewolves being the ones that did the killing yeah she knows what's up yeah and uh, for next week, we'll be showing Candyman. Candyman. This is this is one that you suggested, Lana. Yeah, I've never seen it, and I was really I've heard really good things about it, and I don't know anything other than I know who the main character is and something about bees. Yep. And that's it. That's all that I have. I'm excited about it. I, I've seen. I think I've seen most of it once. It was like a TV edit. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, I, see, I haven't seen ooh, it. I haven't TV seen it. edit will definitely be different. I'm sure it was on TBS years ago, and I saw oh. like, ooh, this is nicely edited. But <laughs> I've, I've never. I think I've seen it uncut. So oh. this will be this will be kind of another first for me. Yeah, it'll be good. And we just bought it even solely for this reason. So yep. uh, yeah, I'm ready to give it a try. That's Part of for my sure. Growing collection. Woohoo! <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. This episode was brought to you, as always, by our executive producer, Ichabod. We hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast and Instagram at Horgasm. And, of course, Twitter at GasmHor. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. 
We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you, plenty of orgasms for you to experience. See you next week.